Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Ms. Nidhi Singh, uh, co-founder uh, at Samosa Singh. Uh, Nidhi started Samosa Singh with her uh, co-founder in 2016. Uh, hi Nidhi, welcome to ELI. Thanks Priya, pleasure to be here. Uh, Nidhi, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. So first of all, not sure how many of you are aware of Samosa Singh. We are a small startup. We started in Bangalore and now expanding into Hyderabad as well. So Samosa Singh was started four years back, 2016, with the idea of the huge market gap that we had in Indian snacks, primarily samosas. And we've now grown as a company and we are just uh, spreading our wings apart. Uh, before we get into the business, just about me, um, I started, before starting my own venture, I was uh, working in, I, I'm a scientist by training and biotechnologist. I uh, was working in a US-based healthcare company, taking care of the entire sales and marketing. And I was working, I worked for almost 10 years before I quit the company to start Samosa Singh, where we thought we had the huge, uh, uh, market potential and we wanted to embark on something of other. Okay. Uh, tell us in detail about Samosa Singh, uh, like uh, what kind of uh, reach you have, uh, what is the size of the business? So actually Samosa Singh, uh, you know, it started as a realization. It started, it was not something, so I was, uh, you know, we were, um, I just started my job and I was working in Gurgaon and uh, Shikhar, uh, who's the co-founder of Samosa, saying he was actually in Hyderabad and we always had thought that Samosa is a product which is primarily a North Indian product. But when we, uh, you know, moved to South when with, with work and other things, we realized that this market, which is Bangalore and Hyderabad, is as privy to Samosa as it is the North Indian market. Because people, I mean, Samosa is a brand everywhere. People love this product. This product is a brand in itself. This product needs no introduction. So when, wherever we would go, you know, we would go to movies, multiplex. Now, even if you go to a single theater uh, hall or you go to a gold class multiplex, anywhere you go, Samosa is going to be a part of the menu. You visit, you travel by train or you travel by bus or you travel by airlines. Again, Samosa is going to be a part of the food that they offer there. Anywhere, you know, be it like a small uh, cafe shop or be it like a big cafe chain or anywhere. Again, Samosa is going to be a part of the menu. So this one product would always be present everywhere. And being such a hero product, being referred to as an international snack, yet there was no organized player. You know, there was no one such company which would just be dealing with samosas. There could be a lot of sweet meat shops like we have of the kinds of Haldi Rams and Vika Nevalas, which do make samosas, but not as one of the co-products. We saw that this product is everyone's favorite. However, it's very local, it's very unorganized. We're not even sure about the hygiene factor. And we saw, uh, you know, the unmet need that why don't we tap into it? Because, you know, it's going to be a huge potential. This is one product where every party is considered incomplete without a samosa, right? Without, if you don't have samosa as a menu on any party, it's considered completely an incomplete party. So assuming all those things, 
where we start and we had very very small humble beginnings we we were in hyderabad uh, we were in bangalore we just shifted here and we thought why don't we give it a try because bangalore is a market which is a mix of all the people here it's an it uh, base we have people from all the parts of the world actually uh, who would come here and so we thought why don't we start here so all the avenues that i mentioned which is multiplexes airlines and cafes plus small shops here and there we started our business with all those avenues and that's how samosa singh has grown now we have our presence in multiple avenues but when we started we started in all those things where we realized that samosa is already a part of the menu but they needed something which is more consistent in quality and something which could be uh, you know uh, served to them in a better mm -hmm. okay uh nidhi uh, every business is uh, for profit uh, but also simultaneously uh, every business solves one particular problem in the society so if i may ask you what is that one problem you are solving for our society see to be very honest um, priya i understand that every business uh, this is a pure business okay this is a business where we saw the unmet need and we are just trying to tap it and i i don't know if it's a real problem in the society I and mean, the problem per se but i know that there is a unmet need here when it's about you know all the snacks that we have samosa is the only product which has been conferred the title of an international snack when you see about indian snacking our palate actually has a taste and the belongingness for the indian cuisines the indian taste you know we eat the pakoras the samosas the samosa chaat tikki and all those indian street foods yet there is nothing organized in this i mean say pizza for example right it's not indian yet you have so many brands here organizing that when it's about uh, uh, you can say chinese cuisine again there are multiple brands doing that burgers which is an american cuisine again so many brands organizing that but why not something done for an indian product which itself has found its love across not just in india so we just thought of that and we you know that was the entire thing that we were targeting that we would want to target samosas we would want people not just in india but even outside to know what samosa really is can that also be automated can that samosas be made consistent can there be huge scale then can there be huge volume so considering all of that that's the problem that we are trying to solve it may not have that much of a socio economic impact but certainly this is one thing which is now resonating a lot with the audiences one of my uh, you know initial days uh, when we were at one of our outlets one of the customers always used to come and tell me i wish samosa singh was in my college days you know i always wanted to take my friends or my girlfriend out for a date but i had to forcefully go into a Uh, you know, little expensive place because having a samosa by a roadside would not be termed as very fancy. You know, it would not be like a typical date. But having a small, cute counter here for me to be able to come and sit with my friends and having the samosas, which too, you know, in a more economical, in a pocket-friendly way, has actually changed. And I wish it was there when I was studying. So those kinds of things, that's what we relate to. You know, why always going into a joint which is too expensive? Why not have something which is so much Indianized? Something that we have always. a grown up eating okay uh, uh that brings me to uh, a very interesting question nidhi um 
since you spoke about organizing of uh, Indian uh, cuisines, uh, we have seen some examples in recent uh, times as well. For example, Wow Momo was a, a big success, and uh, then uh, Chai Point, Bikanerwala, uh, Goli Bada Pao, uh, to name a few. These are all into the similar. They're just uh, focusing on one one particular item and organizing it. So. Uh, you being a uh, being a stakeholder in this particular industry, what are the other areas that are vacant that other entrepreneurs can jump into and make a venture out of it? See, uh, it all depends. See, uh, I mean, to be very honest, if you really ask me, this is not something that someone wants to do and they jump into. It's not like a project. So Priya, anything that you're passionate about, it could be as simple as a biryani. You know, there are multiple players of biryani across, but yet there are some players who may have just started and yet make it big. So it really doesn't matter which product do you want to pick up. But I think one thing is for sure, with all these uh, things going in the market, people are now becoming very conscious of what they want to eat. People would want to understand how the product is made from where is it made and everything. There are certain impulse choices that we need to cater for the people. So it depends the entrepreneurs or the people who would want to embark onto this entrepreneurial journey have for themselves need to figure out what exactly is their passion, what would they want to follow? Are they ready for all the challenges that come along the way? And if that's if it's a yes for all those things, trust me, it doesn't really matter if it's a chai or a coffee or a biryani or a samosa. Because the challenges that you face are almost of the same level, you know, it's just about having that passion to be able to take up because remember as much as a single product is uh, tempting, it's equally challenging to be able to scale a business with just one product because people need variety. So you have to bring about a lot of pivots within the business to be able to be sustainable and, you know, be relevant in the industry going forward. Okay. Uh, speaking of challenges, uh, Nidhi, I would like to know what are the challenges you have faced uh, while building and growing this venture? Also, take us through your journey from the day one. It's actually the challenges never stop. We are still learning. Every day is a new challenge. Some days are tougher, some days are smooth. So we have faced multiple challenges across. And I think for any entrepreneur who are listening to this or who would want to this, I would not give any rosy picture. Okay, starting something is really, really challenging. So you have to get off your comfort zone. You have to get rid of it. So it's more like, um, and we are first time entrepreneurs. Okay, this for me, for me and Shikhar, this was our first venture. Yes, we are husband, wife, and we always have that kind of bonding, which becomes comparatively easier as opposed to having two friends or just partners. But at the same time, you know, you learn through the journey. There's nothing, someone can't teach you about entrepreneurship. So same thing happened with us. I mean, like I said, we started very, very small. We knew we had to embark on this journey of manufacturing samosas we one thing was very sure when we started that we wanted to own the samosa manufacturing there are multiple companies what they do is they procure various materials and assemble it and then sell it we wanted to make everything in-house we wanted to make the samosas and not just the samosas but everything that flow through the process it could be the samosa chaat ke liye chole gravies or whatever 
we wanted to own them in factoring and that's the first step we did so we actually had this idea back in 2007 8 you know it was way too early before we started and we kept thinking through this came into our mind but kind of never left us why because we thought that the product had a huge market appeal and we started uh, uh, you know shikhar quit his job much much before we started samosas he quit his job in 2015 mid itself when you know we were very clear that yes we wanted to do it and why quit the job when you don't even have a place or you don't even have a name was because if you're too passionate about something don't have two options you know while working and then doing it it's like you are already preparing your mind that i have a backup business should be primary and not as a backup so he quit the job we started with a very small kitchen of about 300 square feet a very small kitchen and we started we hired two cooks and we told them to make samosas and we wanted to make samosas which stay crispy for a long period of time we asked a lot of people what do you seek in a samosa what do you call a samosa for them anything which is triangle or filled with something which is and stays crispy is what they call samosa there are certain places where they even have a portly samosa so to be very honest it doesn't matter what shape it is what matters is the crust what is inside and the overall texture of the product fried uh, it should be indulgent it should be indulgent yet not greasy you know you don't want the oil dripping and it definitely has to stay crispy and that was the biggest usp that's why these uh, roadside vendors who uh, serve samosas people have it then and there by the time they pack it take it home it kind of loses its charm and that was the challenge we were trying to solve how to make sure that the samosa stay crispy for an extended period of time without having to add any preservatives so we kept doing a lot of r d and after six seven months of hardcore r d we decided that when we were really sure that now is the time we opened up a small outlet and that's how Samosa Singh began. When we opened the outlet, I would actually man the counter, Shikha would support in the back-end operations and making sure that the things were done well. And we actually built a lot of customers for life. I mean, customers are still our loyal customers. We keep hearing back from them. Every single comment or improvement or suggestion what we received, we went through it, we incorporated it because at the end of the day, you're not making samosas for yourself. You're making it for the public. You're making it to match up to their palates. So we considered every single, uh, you know, whatever suggestions we got, we kept improving on it. And that's how we started. Multiple challenges were there. I mean, challenges are of the order of like when I started, we started very small, like I said. And the one of the customers I remember he came and while he was eating, he said, Oh, I love these samosas. I wish I could get them in my office. I immediately went to him. I said, Which office do you work in? You let me know. I'll come and see if you know we can serve you. And that's how we got our first order. We got our first order of um, our manufacturing capability was 250 samosas in a day. And we were just three months into the business. And I got the first order of 4,000 samosas a day. They wanted it just once in a week, but that was the first order. Now forget about making 4,000 samosas. We didn't even have a space to actually be able to store 4,000 samosas. And I just put all my energy, all my uh, thoughts in making sure I get this client. Andrea, like you said, you know, the first question I asked Shikhar was, if I get this client, will we be rich? He said, this particular business, if you get us, we'll actually 
will not be rich, but at least we'll have the capability as a company to be able to make thousands of samosas. Because it's very easy, it sounds easy that thousands of samosas can be made. It's not that easy. It certainly isn't easy. The quickest an employee or any person can make the samosas within a particular day, he cannot make more sure the quality is consistent and making 4,000 samosas were not easy. We still kept thinking, do we take this order or we let it go? We put our entire energy and obviously I knew that there is a high possibility we get this order and we just, um, you know, prepped ourselves for the back end to be able to ready. A 300 square feet kitchen would not be able to suffice. I uh, And the biggest challenge any new startup faces, at least we faced, was no one wants to give you the first chance. Any company you approach, the first question would be, do you have experience? Have you served such a big order before? Oh, you haven't. So sorry, we can't give you the first chance. Why don't you come to us a little later? So even though people support startup, but there's always a hiccup associated with being the first one to give you that chance. It took us a lot of time to get that first big client. We had to, you know, get to their thing but thankfully when we got we were ready at the back end at that time we didn't want to raise money because we were just too new we just had a big order in pipeline and what we did was we just put our own money plus we sold our home which we had just bought a few months ago so we bought a home a few months ago we shifted it on the same night and we sold it the next night. So unfortunately, Shikhar and I just spent a night there, but I think we don't regret it. That was our decision and it just came impromptu because at that point in time, we were too passionate about, we actually are still too passionate about setting up the business and scaling it up. So we were ready and with that money, we created a small shed kitchen. So basically we were ready and when the client came, the client gave us a double challenge. They wanted just 4,000 samosas, but they gave us the order of 8,000 because they wanted to double test us. And they gave us just a week's time to be able to cater. So thankfully we were ready at the back end. We kind of gauged the, uh, this thing and we successfully catered to that client. So, and obviously it wasn't easy. That's when we realized how important it is to have automation in place because that's how you do. And touch wood with that business, truly made us made our capability from directly to 250 samosas to 4000 or 8000 samosas a day and as on today we have the capability of rolling out 1 lakh samosas per day uh, was an interesting uh, journey uh, nidhi i must tell you uh, i i have many more questions but uh, due to shortage of uh, shortage of time i'll just sync it to one tell us what you can advise uh, uh, to young entrepreneurs on how they can get started just like you did? See, I think one thing is, uh, one thing which I always feel is don't wait for the right time. At least Shikhar and I did that. I mean, we kept thinking that should we start now or should we give it some more time? Should we have some more money? Should we make a more savings and then put it in the business? To be very honest, no time is the right time. When you yourself feel that you're ready, just go for it. If someone, a lot of people ask me if there would be another chance, what thing would you have done differently? The only thing I feel I could have done differently is started a bit early. I mean, this is one thing because we actually gave in a lot of thought process and lots and lots of thought process to actually embark on it. It's important to think through the business, but at the same time, I mean, no time is the right time. The right time is when you just 
think about going into it and you just go for it so that's the that's my uh, piece of advice that i would want to give and to be very honest we are we are still learning we are still evolving every single day like i said brings about new challenges we have never been into food and there are certain challenges like you can't even change a vendor for example you know there was another instance where the person from whom we used to procure maida he changed the brand of the maida without even intimating us and that one slight change though may seem irrelevant actually made us uh, the entire batch of production fail because uh, every particular maida has a different porosity has a different uh, uh, you know their specifications so that's when we realized that when you start know every single thing you have to be very careful about so we have been still learning we just Uh, earlier it was just two of us now we've built a small team we've shifted into a better office we work out of our factory still but every day we are learning and we are evolving and we are trying to make new mistakes each time uh well uh, that was a scientific way to make samosas uh, i must tell you it was a pleasure to host you uh, and uh, thanks for your time with the best wishes for samosas Now thank you so much and do let me know whenever you are in Bangalore or any of your subscribers if they are in Bangalore I would love to pass on my coordinates and we would love to host them with samosas because being in a food company that's the best thing we can do we can uh, send across our samosas to people in Bangalore and Hyderabad Absolutely uh, listeners uh, you want to some uh, order some samosas you can connect with Nidhi on LinkedIn by typing Nidhi Singhs Uh that is it for today's episode we'll be back with another exciting entrepreneur stay tuned to ELI